Interest versus Obsession, Serial Killer Fandoms Online. Serial killer fans and groupies aren't a new concept, but with the advancements in technology, it has become easier to share their love for violent offenders. During the trials of infamous murderers such as Ted Bundy, Charles Manson, and Jeffrey Dahmer, groups of women gathered to watch, not to be a part of the jury or a supporter to the victim's family, but to satisfy the romantic attraction. With the advancements in online communication, users sharing this fascination have the option to remain anonymous. Now the internet has begun to harbor a serial killer fandom, largely prominent on sites such as Tumblr. The sharing of fan art, fan stories, and their support for the killers amplifies the notion that this behavior is acceptable. The members of this group maintain that their infatuation is peaceful and harmless. This is proven false when women within these groups have helped to forcibly free prisoners from jail, been physically harmed by released killers they were in a relationship with, and have been arrested for either committing or planning to commit a violent crime. The accessibility of these online fandoms only creates a greater risk of harm occurring, whether to the women themselves or potential victims. Unlike those interested in true crime and the psychology of someone willing to take a life, serial killer groupies often find themselves infatuated with the convict. There are little arguments protecting the serial killer fandom, therefore explaining why the infatuation exists is as close as it gets to their opinion. Several theories can be used to explain this attraction, one of these theories being the savior complex. Reasoning within a savior complex is believing that the killer could have changed if given love and support. Going hand in hand with this thought process is the idea that the murderer would be good to them, parallel to the allure of bad boys or dangerous significant others. Another argument used by these fans themselves is a paraphilic disorder called abristophilia, the sexual attraction towards partners known to commit violent crimes. Those that recognize this behavior as unusual often cannot stop themselves. This sexual disorder often requires therapy. Many women with an attraction to serial killers have a history of abuse, creating the damaged woman's self-preservation theory. In this explanation, a drive to form a relationship with an aggressive partner is unignorable, often because a toxic relationship is familiar. As a result, the women specifically pursue criminals behind bars as it significantly lowers the risk of harm occurring. In addition, other women also purposely seek out the affections of inmates and accused killers. When dating someone behind bars, these women know where their partner is at all times, never having to worry about being cheated on. This creates a kind of perfect significant other. Often these groupies and fans purposely seek a relationship with killers. With the relationship being in such abnormal circumstances, romantic love never loses its intensity labeled the emotional intensity theory. Despite these examples taking place in the physical world, it is still related to the new online community. The users on Tumblr would have interacted with a dangerous convict given the opportunity or resources. Although the internet is protected by free speech activists, content has been removed and banned on prior occasions. Freedom of speech on the internet is similar to real life situations. Forms of speech such as fighting words or incitement are not protected because they may cause harm. These words or phrases are spoken with the intent to cause violence or panic, creating an unsafe environment. The serial killer fandom is similar in the idea that what is being shared and praised may prompt unlawful actions. An example of this would be Elizabeth LeCron and Vincent Armstrong, a couple who planned out two acts of terrorism. Elizabeth had brought Vincent into the true crime community on Tumblr, but from there the couple spiraled. 
Vincent began writing letters to mass murderer Dylan Roof, and the couple visited Columbine. Online, they posted content almost equal to other members in the serial killer-worshipping part of the Tumblr true crime community. Relating this back to the repercussions on an online setting, two Tumblr users have a comment thread detailing their violent nightmares. The original poster wrote, Me during the day, Dylan Klebold is so cute and sweet. Poor sweet baby, you are too good for this world. Sunshine boy. Me dreaming at night, hiding under a table, scared for dear life, overwhelming sense of dread. Please just let me live through this. Sees boots and a shotgun in my face. The killer doesn't even bend down to look at me. Breath stops. A loud gunshot is heard and I jolt awake, terrified. It was too real. WTF is happening. Why am I having dreams like this? Anyone else having terrifying dreams like this? This keeps happening. The commenter shared a similar experience, responding with, IDK man. I used to be super into the TCC, and especially Columbine, and it used to mess me up real bad after a while. I'd get nightmares at night and depressive episodes in the day, and I just had to take a break from the TCC for a while. It really helped, though. Even if the members of this community are not a danger to others, they are harming themselves, as this conversation shows. Without a doubt, the serial killer fandom, both on the internet and in person, has proven itself to be dangerous. However, the online communities may reach farther than those in the physical world. This makes the ban of these types of posts necessary, and it has been proven that websites can ban certain content or search results. The echo chamber that exists because of the continued presence of online fandoms creates the mentality that this behavior is acceptable, peaceful even. Fans of serial killers and mass murderers deflect criticism and disapproval by lashing out in the comments with threats or insults. They have no other defense, no logical reason to prove what they are doing is not unacceptable. Equally important to the online ban showing the woman why their obsession is unhealthy and overall foolish. The notion that a serial killer would spare them is ridiculous, but this is often how they reason. An example is undoubtedly the story of Avril and Rose, though it took place in the offline world. Both Christian women in traditional marriages, they each found a relationship with a killer who was at the time in prison. Despite showing affection and romantic interest, the criminals turned violent as soon as they were released from prison. A week after release, Avril had been murdered and Rose had her ear cut off and her teeth pulled. For these reasons, the serial killer community existing on social media and internet forums should be banned. The mental harm it does to those involved and the outcomes of women interacting with killers in person should be enough cause for a removal of content praising killers. The idea of a fandom existing around those who violently took lives is insensitive and extremely unfair to the victims' families. The fact that this is even a thing is gross. <laughs>